The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik and sitting here alongside... He's the lovely Sharon. The lovely Sharon, that is correct. And the lovely. <laughs> and we're back at the beach. Yeah, we are. We're back at the beach. Yes. And we're broadcasting from uh, ye old campground. Yep. And uh, so if you hear any background noise... Particularly kids screaming. I don't want you to think anything is, go- <laughs> right. is going on. We're actually right. located right across the road from the playground. Exactly. So that may cause a caveat. Who knows? But anyway, it is the Joel Mahalik Show. You listen to us on jmtalk.net. Again, that's jmtalk.net. That's the place where you go, where you can subscribe to the podcast, and you can also listen to the 24-7 stream. This is weirding me out because we're never this close. I know, right? Like we're, like we're face to face. Exactly. Sharing a microphone. See, when we're back at the regular studio, we we, we have our we microphones. Each, yeah, and we each have our own thing. And <laughs> but anyway, so uh, <laughs> reach out to us on Facebook <laughs> at JM Talk. Don't make it weird. I'm trying not to. <laughs> or on Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Is that right? Twitter is JM, JM Talk Radio. Does uh, that sound right? Yeah, Do you think I maybe, guess. Maybe I, should, I don't know. I didn't learn it. Maybe I should put like a paper down here <laughs> for moments <laughs> like this. <laughs> so, you never made uh, me learn it. I think that's the way to get a hold of the show. Uh, <laughs> you can also text the show at 484-429-6061. That's 484-429-6061. So, wow. I think that's the business of the day. Anyway, it's <laughs> let's hope it is. <laughs> it's Memorial Day holiday. Uh-huh. Uh, and by the way, you're doing much better on the audio signal than I am. I feel like I should move that over some or something. Like, share, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's Memorial Day weekend, and uh, so it's a long weekend for many people. And uh, it's a celebratory weekend in, in many ways, but last but not, not first and foremost, not last but not least, First and foremost is, you know, we're recognizing those who serve, those who uh, yes. who fought to give us the freedoms we enjoy to celebrate holidays like this. Absolutely. And are still fighting. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, so make sure that you thank uh, a vet or an active duty uh, uh, serviceman or woman. Yeah. Uh, along your travels. This, not just this weekend, all the time. All the time. Absolutely. But uh, specific- people look at me funny if I s- know that someone is in the service and I thank them. I say thank you for your service. Well, that's nice of you. Yes, it is. It's very, very nice. Uh, know where to put my drink. I'm going to put it way back there where I can't reach it anyway. Good. <laughs> but uh, another special thing going on this weekend we're celebrating 22 years of marriage. I know. And it's interesting because we were at a campfire last night with some neighbors, 
and um, they, they they hit the nail on the head. They they said it, it, it's a rare occurrence these days, and it is. Sadly, it is. It is. It is. Uh, people just don't stay together for uh, whatever reason. I mean, right. You know. Well, but for us, I don't know about you, but it doesn't feel like twenty two years. No, it doesn't. And if you read the post on Facebook that I tagged you in. You would see that I was thinking that same thing. Yes, but I don't do Facebook. <laughs> yes, you do. I do when I feel like it. If I, if uh, you tell me that there's something on Facebook, then I'll go check it out. But otherwise, nah. Well, considering the fact that you still have an account, to me that means that you're still there. Wow. Fair? Fair, Fair, I guess. All right, so yeah, so so twenty two years, and you're right. It does not feel Absolutely. like it's been that long. And um, but you know why it doesn't feel like twenty two years? Why? Since we're face to face, since we're nose to nose, Tell nose me. to nose. It could never feel like that when you're with your best friend. Very nice, very very nice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yo. <laughs> And uh, and you got a really nice necklace. I got a beautiful yeah. necklace. I can't wait to wear it. I know. I can't wait till you wear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I could wear it now, but then I'd be taking it off in ten minutes. So I mean, <laughs> if you that way, if you were wearing it, instead of me having to say "I love you" to the moon and back all the time, I can just point at you and be like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're wearing it. You know, right, right. <laughs> Because it says on the necklace, I love you to the moon and back. Right. And I love you more than that. <laughs> <laughs> There's an argument I, I apparently will never win. Right. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, happy anniversary to us. Yes. And yes. Um, no one else will probably really care. So, uh, yeah. I, I, but I still want to bring it up. It's Every, a milestone. All of our friends and family care. Yeah. I think I had to respond to over 40 congratulatory messages on Facebook. Yeah, that's wonderful. Because you're not on Facebook enough to help me out there. Well, you know. <laughs> so I did it. Because <laughs> <laughs> you do it so well. You're so course, eloquent when it comes to words. Well, I, it's been tough down here because down here at the beach, okay, as far as Verizon's LTE is concerned, it's the land of the lost. Yeah, it really. <laughs> I typically don't have that problem. However, this weekend, I am definitely having that problem. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so let's get into some discussion. Yeah, let's do that. I think one of the things that we said we were we definitely want to talk about on the show is a really bad Wednesday night experience we had uh, this past week on Wednesday at Burger King number <gasps> 12351. Oh, my goodness, he memorized in it. In Glasgow, yeah. Delaware. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I, that... I memorized it because I wrote them a, a, a friggin' um, you know eloquent writing. I wrote them a, a journal entry on their website. Wow! And yeah, that that store has in the past been pretty good, but yeah. it's gone downhill so fast. I don't know if they had a change in management. Or what? Well, I think that might be a contributing factor. I think. I think you're right. But that was our go-to place. 
I know, and now we have to find a new go-to place. Yeah, because it's listen. It's not just that one. I mean, you know, we we have one that you know when we come down to the beach here. Sorry, I'm I'm going in and out here, but when we come down to the beach, there's there's one down here in Rehoboth Beach that used to be decent, and um, they're not decent anymore. Yeah. And then there's one in Middletown. I don't think that was ever really decent. But if we had to eat somewhere, yeah. Like we definitely and we don't were do, on our way into Middletown. Yeah, we're out. Yeah. And I don't know what's going on with Burger King. I, I, I you know. I think it's. I think they're going. I, I don't know. I think it just might be Burger King themselves. It's a shame, because we don't. I mean, so let's go back to this experience in Glasgow, because besides the place being a little unkempt, which is no big deal, usually you expect that after a rush, although it didn't seem like there was a rush, but what do we know, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so it was a little dirty. They were out of most of the soft drinks, so the selection was shortened. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we go up to the counter, and we're looking at the menu board, because that's what you do when you go into a food joint, right? right? You exactly. You look at the menu board, you make a decision, you make some choices. Even if you already know what you're getting. Yeah. You look at the menu board and say, okay, it's a number blah, blah, blah. Right. So you ordered yours, and I ordered on, on number five, which on the menu board was a sourdough king. Now, I like the big king. Yeah. But then when you're going to tantalize me by putting my big king on sourdough, toasted sourdough. Right. Holy moly. Right. I know. So, so I ordered the number five. Uh, took a little while to get our food, and then when we get back to the table, I open up my wrapper, and I have a sesame seed bun. So the first thing I noticed is... Sesame it's not the it's sourdough. Not right. And then I open it up and there's lettuce in there. And I wasn't sure what was going on here. And I went back up there and uh, took me a few minutes for somebody to notice that I was standing there waiting to be seen. I was getting irate. <laughs> I know you were. <laughs> I was like, babe. I was screaming from my table, call them. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, I was getting so mad. So I finally the the it was the kid who took our order that comes comes up, and I said I ordered number five. I ordered a sourdough king. This isn't a sourdough king, and so he uh, he's looking at the register and he goes, well, he says my number five is a big colossus burger or whatever that. Yeah, I never even heard of that. You know, and all right. we've been going it's to like a forever. Double whopper, whatever. And so. What I found interesting was, I don't care what your register said. I, I'm the customer out here, and I can't look at your right. register and tell you what number it is. I look at the menu board, and I say, I want a number such and such. Right. So he has to get the shift supervisor to come over, and he says, he ordered number five. Number five on my register is different from number five up there. And she's perplexed, and they're both talking about getting the next manager up. I, who cares about what the register exactly. says? Just give me... My sourdough big king. Right. So I said, um, that was interesting. So the, yeah. so the, the beach house just got hit with a, probably a basketball. That's all right. Yeah. So the interesting thing is the, the, they go to work on my, they call back for the sandwich. And I think I waited another seven minutes. At least. Before I got the sandwich. So At I least. get back to the table. I unwrap it. Um, the sourdough is not toasted. It's also stale. The cheese wasn't melted. The sandwich was cold. 
Wow. Um, at this point, I, I wasn't going to go back up and you know bother anybody else. You know, with Christ, we would have never eaten that night. Exactly. You know? We were eating there on our way out to run some errands, which we had to run, you know. And, and, and I got the chicken sandwich, regular old chicken sandwich. The classic. And it was burnt, and it was not good at all. I took three bites and threw the rest away. It was horrible. Yeah. It really was. So, you know, when I posted the complaint online, and they tried to offer me a free sandwich, and it didn't have to be the same restaurant. I'm, Keep your coupon. I right. don't want your coupon. Right. Because, I mean, it was so bad. I'm like, I, maybe I have to go back to McDonald's. I mean, you got to be real bad to chase me back to McDonald's. Right, exactly. <laughs> but... um but the shame of it is, is that is I can't think right now of another Burger King anywhere in our vicinity or where we travel that I'm interested in visiting. I know, and that's the shame because even you said, where are we going to go now to get a burger? I mean, there's other places we can go to Wendy's to get a decent burger. Right. You know, we can go to. Uh, but the Wendy's are far and few between. That's true. Well, then, then you know what? Then there's just other choices. Well, you can always go to Ruby's or Chili's and get a good burger too. Or that's true. Red Robin. Mm. So you can go there too and true. Get, a, true. get a good burger. So there are other choices. It's just not fast food. They're not usually on the way to somewhere. But exactly. that's what we that's what we have to deal with. And I think we'll or, deal with that because you and I don't like to be served like that. We both worked. Many years in that service industry. So to go in there... And particularly and, at Burger King. At Burger King is one of them, yeah. So we we realize how bad things can get. And yet, we also know that the customer has to be first. And right. Exactly. I mean, don't make a scene. I guess they lost the ball under the... Oh. Maybe. So, um, that's interesting. I think they got it. They got it. Oh, they got it. Yay. Now, maybe you can go way over into the playground. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, um. We had children under our camper. Again, don't read into that. <laughs> oh, goodness, no. <laughs> I just realized how that sounded. <laughs> right? <laughs> No, not like that. They were retrieving a ball that had rolled under the camper. Right. <laughs> um, so I, so I, I don't know. It's you know, it, 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 I, and I think, and I think we've said this before. The service industry as a whole, in many places, you're just uh, not treated right. No. And it has nothing to do with oh, we want fifteen dollars an hour because fifteen dollars an hour is not going to make you a better server. Right. You know, 15, because if you don't like your job. Right. We're not the reason you don't like your job exactly. as a customer. Exactly. Then why are you there? And no amount of money, if you think about it. Think about people who make, you know, thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars. If you don't like your job Exactly. Then you're not gonna be there. Exactly. For your potential client, your potential customer, whatever industry you're in. Yeah. You know, and it's gonna resonate. Yep. And um so we so we're in search of other options. We really are, and I want to hear from you. you know, we, the, yeah, if you have an idea as to where we can go for a good burger, 
Right. Or a, or a, listen, good burger. I made good burgers tonight. <gasps> oh, my God. I they put some black Angus burgers on the grill. I cheddared them down. Mm. Oh, wow. Wow. They were banging. But also, voice your opinion if you're, you know, are you having this kind of trouble with Burger Kings in your area? I mean, there are other pockets of the nation yeah. where Burger King just seems to be failing because I kind of feel like they're failing to the point where they are not too big to fail, period. You know what? I go on uh, MSN as my go-to news place, okay? And Fake news. No. Well, yeah, maybe so, maybe so, but um, if I want to find out about the Royals, that's where I go. Anyway, um, there was an article or 12 about businesses that are going under. I saw that headline, but didn't read it. Did you read it? Yeah. Well, tell me. Well, and it's... And it showed a picture of the Burger King Burger sign laying King, down. Yeah, but was it not mentioned in the article? No, it wasn't. You know what that's called? Bait and Bait switch. And switch. <laughs> right, I know. Um, and I did read it, and no, Burger King was not mentioned. However, it implied that Burger King was one of the ones. Really. Yeah. How, I mean, how did it imply that? Well, the picture itself implies well, well, it. Of course, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it just, I don't know, it was more like um, a generalization. Oh, it didn't mention restaurants no. in particular? It's no, just, it just really? a gem- That's a generalization. Big, big yeah, yeah, it was just, you know, a big letdown. I wanted to see which stores, which restaurants <laughs> are good. <laughs> wanted to see where the sales were, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but... No, is there, but yeah, it was. And imagine, this, we're sitting here talking about hamburgers, which is literally the uh, epitome of junk food. Yeah. When the problem in this nation is you can get that Whopper, that double Whopper for 99 cents on sale, but a cup of fruit at Wawa will cost you 9.99. That's the problem. They want you to eat right, but... It, they want to charge you more for it's it. It's all back ass words. As far as pricing and, you know... Bass backwards. Bass backwards, yeah. I think that's the word you were talking for. <laughs> yeah, what did I say? You t- what did I, don't, I just say? You said it all I don't, so we bass backwards. We, we don't even know what I said. You said back ass words or something like that. Well, we'll have to maybe subscribe to the podcast to find out what I said. <laughs> we, can't, we can't just rewind tape and go check it yeah, out. Yeah, right. <laughs> So, um, but I want to hear about uh, your uh, horror stories Yeah. Uh, on Facebook, facebook.com. Look us up at JM Talk. It would be interesting to see. I know we're not the only ones, which is a good feeling we to know. We can't be. We can't be. Absolutely, we can't be. In fact, i got to tell you something. So I was, so I was uh, venting at work about this trip to Burger King. And a co-worker was at that Burger King an hour before and almost got in a fight with someone in drive-thru. <laughs> Oh my God! For real? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. So, so the, the, this one, two, three, five, one is not fair and well. Not on that day, anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Apparently, so anyway. because someone we we know also had a problem. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna check out here. When we come back, we got um, we got some really interesting stuff to talk about tonight. Um, some new possible sausages that you can chomp down on. Oh no. <laughs> No. It's on the docket, Sharon. I'm sorry. 
and uh, and some great news out of Colorado. Can I check out of that conversation? <laughs> <laughs> and among other things, uh, a new Wombat of the Week this week, and we're honoring heroes again this week. So don't go anywhere. Yeah, we'll be right absolutely. back on the Joel Mahalik Show right after this. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Welcome back, boys and girls, to the Joel Mahalik Show uh, here at jmtalk.net, where you can listen to the 24-7 stream of the show. If you can't wait week to week for the new podcast to drop, then you can listen to us for 24 hours a day, 7 days a week if you want, on your favorite device. How about that? How about that? <laughs> what are you doing? I was, trying to, I was trying not to say anything because of the subject matter coming up. Oh. It's just gross. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Anyway, jmtalk.net, also on Facebook <coughs> at JM, JM Talk. Yeah, I'm getting confused now. Why? I don't know. JM Talk on Facebook and Twitter. Am I getting you all flustered? <laughs> JM Talk Radio <laughs> at, on Twitter. <laughs> Am I getting you all flustered? Um, okay, on with the show. So, you always hear about world population going out of control. Yeah. And uh, whether it's true or not, you hear, you hear that Chinese only allow you to have you so many kids. No, that's a law. That's, that's truly that, a law. That is truly a law. Yes. That's their way of controlling, controlling population. population. Okay. Um, and that's why there are so many Chinese children abandoned. Hmm. For real, I'm. That's the honest God's truth. Okay, so in the University of Queensland in Australia, science food scientists have um, come up with a way to help with the overpopulation problem because the overpopulation problem in, in the world will lead to food problems. So their take on it isn't like, okay, we figured out the overpopulation problem. They have figured out how to feed the overpopulated world. And um, they are exploring the use of um, maggots, locusts, and other alternative proteins in a range of specialty foods, including sausage. Now, note, before you get too grossed out, Sharon, that it says specialty foods. So we don't buy specialty foods so much at the supermarket. So, you know, we usually we stick to our basics. <laughs> I think we'll be okay. Um, no, please. <clears throat> if it comes to the point where there's maggot burgers next to my hamburgers, then I'm going to be like a brontosaurus, and I'm I'm going to start chowing down on bark and branches. Right. I'm telling you right now. I <laughs> hear you. I'll be going out picking dandelions and making dandelion soup. I'll be out there killing tacos since I like tacos. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just come off. 
I'll, I'll kill my own tacos. <laughs> Find out where they roam. Oh my god! Where oh where do the tacos roam? <laughs> he did not just say that. <laughs> meat, okay. Meat science professor Dr. Lawrence Hoffman said conventional livestock industries would not be able to meet worldwide demand for meat, and alternatives were needed to replace or complement traditional protein sources. Um, so. <clears throat> Hoffman went on to say, an overpopulated world is going to struggle to find enough protein unless people are willing to open their minds and stomachs. My mind. <laughs> closed. <laughs> to a much broader <laughs> notion of food. Would you eat commercial sausage made from maggots? What about no. What about other insect larvae and even whole insects like no. locusts? No, that's okay. Thank you. Okay. I'm stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> So, here's the thing there. Now, here's a fact. Eating insects is commonplace in at least 113 countries, according to a 2017 study published in the Nutrition Bulletin. The only reason I would want to know those countries is so I know where not, not to, to go. Eat. Right, exactly. No, um, not to go. <laughs> in 2013, the United Nations... Noticed the look on my face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, recommended edible insects as a promising alternative for the conventional production of meat, either for direct human consumption or for indirect use as feedstock. So. You pick the weirdest subject. Well, the, the, listen, I, I'm just, I am here to enter, we're here to entertain the masses. Okay, but that's not entertaining. <laughs> that's pretty gross. Okay, so, um, I, let me finish. Okay, sorry. Since I already started it. <laughs> okay, finish, please, by all means. Um, Hoffman's Queenland's Alliance for Agriculture and Food Innovation research involves the use of larvae from the black soldier fly mm, as a protein source for chicken production. Um, Hoffman's team has found that broiler chicken diets that include up to 15% larvae meal don't comprise chicken production performance, nutrient use efficiency, breast meat aroma, flavor, juiciness, or tenderness, or long-chain fatty acid composition. You know what the problem here now is? Is that they went and talked about chicken. That's, I'm, I'm done. That's I'm never now, eating again. That's now a problem. They're feeding this to our chickens? No, they're talking about like using it for the... for um, In um, place of chicken. No, as part of the production. Yeah, so they're but feeding think of it, this it to the... Oh, it, no. No, 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 I, no, no. I'm, I'm gonna, seriously, think of this. Okay? Your sister and your brother-in-law use chickens because why? Because they eat spiders and ticks and everything else. That's what chickens do. They, that's what they eat on the farm. They eat insects, and then we eat them. Okay, but I'm not eating the insects. <laughs> I'm eating the chicken. Well, I guess I'll put this story to bed. Yeah, please. Oh my God! <laughs> Look at that, right into the right oh, into the square file. Yes, in the circular <laughs> file, right where that belongs. So earlier today, uh, we were watching um, "You've Got Mail." Great, mm -hmm. great movie from the nineties, right? Wasn't it from the nineties? Yeah. Yeah. So you were outside, and this part came on uh, where you know Joe Fox takes his brother. And his aunt, yeah, out for a day around New York, and they're getting yeah. their face painted. And yep, I also remember. they show kids bobbing for apples, and it made me think, 
about because we did that when we were kids. Yeah. And but they don't do that anymore. And that's what I was. That's what I was going to say. Like, can you imagine somebody doing that now? Oh my God, they would be right. so so You'd afraid go to jail of germs. For oh yeah, child abuse, child, abusing other people's children by right. you know shoving their heads in a pail. Not water. so much that, but the germs that would <laughs> no, be in the I'm water. <laughs> because little Georgie was in there getting his apple, and now he left all his syphilis in there. Ew. So, you know, but, uh, th- I mean, think of... <laughs> How does a little Georgie get syphilis? <laughs> I don't know. But think of the things that we used to do that did, we, we cared nothing about. I know, I know. And this day, you just can't do that. No. No. Because you might get syphilis from little Georgie. <laughs> you got to keep Georgie out of the pool. <laughs> get out of the pool, Georgie. Get the hell out of my pool. <laughs> you got syphilis. <laughs> Take your brother with you. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. But what are some other things that, that they would, God, you would not do today? Besides bobbing for apples. I mean, um, anything. Kids weren't in car seats. Oh, I know. Nope. And they your were seatbelt was, yep, your, your seatbelt was your mama's arm. Right. See, they'd be screwed today because with my shoulders the way they are, I'd be I like, know. oh, sorry, <laughs> right out the windshield. Oh. <laughs> Come back. No. Sorry, Nay. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I mean, you know, I, yeah. I get about here and, I, and I'm ready to drop. Trust me, I'm feeling you. I know, I know. I, I'm older than you. <laughs> I don't care about that. Uh, yes, world. I'm older than him. <laughs> But, um, so yeah, so bottom of apples, you're right. They were in their seatbelts in yeah. cars. Um, you know, um, and we all, we all drank from hoses and lived. Yeah, I know. Isn't that amazing? I don't know how. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't drink from this hose out in this. Oh, room. hell no. <laughs> Not here. No. Not up in here. <laughs> Were you getting ready to do that? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. Okay, so everybody, you have to know, okay. All day, everything that Joel has said was from a movie. One way or the other, everything he said, he was quoting a movie. I'm honoring movies I like. I And it's funny because you and I do that a lot. Wait until you turn the lights off. I'll start mimicking my horror movies. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll just get out the puppet master. <laughs> That was so cheesy. I know, but it was, at the time, it was good. It, but anyway, so it amazes me. It just I saw that scene today in the movie, and it, amazed me, it, it amazes me that how we've changed as a society. Um, That's true. You know, I mean, we used to get thrown out of our houses in the morning and don't come back until the street lights are on. Yeah. You know, you do that now, you'll be jailed for child endangerment. You know, the whole time... Tara was growing up, okay? And we live in a community. Tara being our granddaughter. Right. Um, We live in a community, and I'd like to say it's a rather safe community. And we were afraid to let her outside. Right, but... And now she won't go outside. Right, yeah. So there, that's a product of our doing. Yeah, but the problem is, is Tara has this, uh, I mean, it's nice and all, but she has this thing where 
she is uber friendly with everybody. She wants to hug everybody, whether she knows them or not. And to me, and that's, that's why, dangerous. yeah, no, definitely dangerous. And that's why we didn't let her go outside by herself. Right. You know. So I mean, we had to take precautions there. Well, the problem with society is that you have to take precautions anyway these days, and it's not just—it's not just our situation and what we did regarding Tara going outside. That's true. You know, that's, that's just true. the way the world has become. Right. It's exactly. And it's you know the the truth of the matter is when back in the sixties seventies. Early 80s, you know, it was still, um, it was still okay to say to your kids, okay, go outside, go play, get the stink blown off you, as my mom used to say, and, um, sorry, my nose is running, and, um, know that your kids are okay, and they're playing with your neighbor's kids, right. You know, and you could just stand at your doorstep and yell outside at dinner time. Oh, yeah, and that's how they you did know? it, too. And exactly how they... Now, we're calling their cell phones. <laughs> hey, when are you coming home? Dinner's ready. <laughs> you know? Yep, I that's, do. Uh, that's nuts. That's nuts. But that's the way the world has become. Yeah. Okay, so... I'm reminiscing. <laughs> I had to find some way to get off that other subject for you. I know, right? Thank you. I appreciate it. That is no problem. I want to talk about... Um, and it's interesting that I, that I saw this story this week because <clears throat> there's, this, uh, there's this item on social media that's uh, been making its rounds off and on for about a year and a half about Walmart and insulin and how you can go to Walmart and you can get uh, a generic rely-on vial of insulin for $25. Okay. And uh and it and, and and that's great. And so this is this meme and this report from this lady who said, you know, my husband that's uh, you know, gets three vials a month and $75 it would have cost, you know, over $4,000 or you know, if if it wasn't and, and that's great. Um, now, do you have to have insurance for this? Do no. you have to have a prescription? No, for this? but here's the here's the difference. So you can just walk in and get insulin without a prescription. Yeah, but it's human insulin. It's human insulin, whereas the hum the in, the insulin that's being manufactured by the companies that are screwing us up the tailpipe left and right is an analog version. Oh, okay. Um, which uh, and the human insulin that I, I I actually just looked this up today because I told you I would. Yeah. And the difference is the human insulin uh, is not really good for diabetes 1. Okay, but for diabetes 2... It's a crapshoot. Okay. Because it's because of the way it's... Because of it being human insulin, it's, it, it doesn't regulate the blood sugar levels like it's supposed to. That's where the analogs... Like, the analogs are much better at doing that because they're synthetically... Okay. Tweaked. See, I'm not a diabetic, so I don't understand right. the ins and outs of diabetes right. and and what it really is. I know what it is. Your body's 
not producing enough insulin to regulate your sugar. Mm-hmm. I get that. Right. But I don't know how the medications interact with the body. You know what I mean? Or more specifically, it, it, it targets the pancreas. Right. Which is why you have to inject it into your fat. Got you. Okay. Um, but, uh, so, when I am diabetic, as if you've been listening to the show, you know, um, and it would cost me somewhere around the neighborhood of $700 for all the insulins I take in a month if our doctor didn't help me out. Yeah. And uh, when he can't, I end up having to order through Canada where I can get five pens that would cost me on my insurance around $300. I can get five pens there for $99 plus shipping. Yeah. And um, it's a real problem. It's a real problem. I mean, because diabetes, as people know out there, can kill you and does kill people. Yeah. And the, these drug companies, they just hold people hostage over these prices. Absolutely. So, um... I, the, I have a problem with these drug companies, period. Yeah, because it's not just Because insulin. of how many medications I'm on per day. Right. So, I know how much money I have to put out per month, you know, and it's, it's incredible. Right. Right. So I can only imagine what you have to go through. I mean, I do see what you go through. <laughs> That's good. On a monthly <laughs> basis, obviously, because, you know. Um, but someone who doesn't have a doctor that can help them out the way ours does. Right. I, I couldn't fathom. Right. So... So, um, so basically, what happened this past week came out in the news is uh, Colorado became the first state in the country to put a price cap on insulin medications for those with private insurance. Okay. Which, which I think would be. See, I don't know if mine's private or commercial. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's commercial, but. But uh, Governor Jared Polis signed a bill in the law that caps co-pays for those with private insurance at $100, well under the $600 to $900 range. Oh, looking at my time here. Um, that many were paying a month. Uh, he says, today we will declare that the days of insulin price gouging are over in Colorado. And then he said he signed a bill. Um, so this is, I mean, this is really good. I mean. This is something that other states can easily follow. I mean, obviously, the legislature yeah. of the state said enough's enough. But here's the other thing before we wrap up this segment. Um, I read an article today when I had a little bit of internet, and it was about the whole Walmart thing, and that's not really the solution to the problem. Uh, they, you know, they offered a couple other solutions, one of which being uh, insurance companies just, you know, stop with the inflated profits and, you know, Stop being assholes. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but, so I had posted the story, and I commented on it that, you know, um, oh, the other thing they mentioned was the government should step in and regulate the prices. And I agree with that. I And I my, my post was, uh, my comment was such that I am not one that to, uh, to suggest that the government interfere in our lives because I'm not that way. Right. But... 
we're not talking about um, we're talking about saving lives right you know and exactly. I and I have no problem with the government saying well now we're gonna regulate you and this is all you can charge mm-hmm. you know for this drug and that drug and that drug I mean they hauled all these companies with the insulin companies in for questioning and of course they all look like a bunch of bumbling idiots and I, I mean, I would just have no problem with regulation over that. And that's not just me being a patient who needs, you know, fair mm-hmm. pricing for my medications. It's not just my medications. It's other medications too, you know. Right. And, um, and and something's got to be done. That's all. That's all I have to say about that. Wow. Are you done being serious? <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you, Colorado, for stepping up. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, yet to come, Wombat of the Week. Hero, uh, uh, heroes being honored, all coming up in the last segment. I did. I went a little too serious and and, and lost. Yeah. But anyway, it's a Joel Mahalik show. But it's a serious subject, it so is. it's okay. It is. Uh, and we're at jmtalk.net. Don't go anywhere. Coming right back. This is New York Super Oldie Station, nine twenty W O N, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back to the Joel Mahalik Show. Joel Mahalik here, um, riding the third wave of the show solo. Although Sharon is still in the studio, she's just over there painting. Or panting, I can't figure out which. But <laughs> anyway, uh, the website is jmtalk.net. That is jmtalk.net. There you can subscribe to the podcast. And make sure you do, because you don't want to miss an episode of the podcast a new show dropping every sunday-ish <laughs> so you can also listen to the stream 24 7 of all joel mahalik show but i don't know i might sneak in some other things but it's the joel mahalik show 24 7 stream right there you can click it listen to it on any device you want uh so that's how you get a hold of the show also join me on facebook at jm talk and on twitter at jm talk radio or you can send a text to the show, 484-429-6061. Again, that's 484-429-6061. For those that can't wait till you get to your email, maybe you have a burning thought right now that you want, me, want us to know about when, as you're listening to the podcast, and you can just uh, type it in there, and off you go. Um, so, yeah, there you go. So, um, a couple things. Obviously, a new Wombat this week, and we'll be honoring some heroes later on. Um, but first, I want to talk about uh, 
in Warwick, Rhode Island, um, school officials there announced uh, that students who hadn't paid their lunch debts, um, first of all, you know, I don't understand how this works. I, I mean, when certainly when I went to school and certainly when Sharon went to school, I think uh, the, they didn't charge for lunches. Sharon, did they charge for lunches? Um, no, the lunches were available for free. But you had to fill out an application. Right, you had to fill out an application, and if you were approved, which most people were, um, then you were able to get your hot lunch for free. Um, so that's how that works. But I don't understand how they do it these days, but officials announced that students who hadn't paid their lunch debts would get sunflower seed butter and jelly sandwiches instead of hot meals. Uh, restaurateur Angela Penta was upset about this. She says, to me, a sun butter and jelly sandwich is lunch shaming because you're basically telling all the other kids that you can't afford your lunch and you don't have any lunch money. Uh, so she offered to donate $4,000 towards students' lunch debts, but the district, she says, turned her away. They basically said that they couldn't take my check because people would get upset if their child's lunch was being paid for. But officials had a different explanation. They weren't willing to pick and choose which students would benefit from the donation. And Penta had refused to do the choosing. Penta invited parents to ask for her help directly, but after the issue got media attention, yogurt company Shirbani said it would donate $77,000 to cover all the debt. It's amazing to me, you know, that you send your child to school for learning there's there's a meal period, you know. Um, I just think that I mean that that's part of the routine, and to just turn them away like that. Oh, you didn't pay your. I mean, what does the lunch cost in the school? You know, for one person. You know, I mean, what? <laughs> you know, I I I don't understand how this just doesn't work into the curriculum. Uh, you know, not not the curriculum. That's suggesting studies, I guess. How this doesn't work into the. Uh, into into the thing it should just work into the thing um and i'm i'm ashamed that uh, that the school system in warwick would do that would suggest that would send notes home saying if your debt wasn't paid you're gonna have sunflower seed butter and jelly what in the hell is sunflower uh, i gotta look at the story what the hell was it sunflower what uh, Sun, sun butter? Sun butter and jelly? What? I've never heard of such a thing. I, I, I haven't heard of such a thing either. But anyway, so, uh, to the Warwick school system. You know, <laughs> for, for that. You like that? <laughs> for that. Um, I mean, come on, man. You have, you have to feed the kids. Have you? Hey, Warwick's, Warwick school system. Have you ever had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? And I'm not sure what the difference between peanut butter and... Oh, I know why they use sun butter. Because of the peanut allergies. Ah. So, okay, whatever. And that makes sense. But ha how many of you in that school system, people making this decision, have had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for lunch? And got the rest of the day to dinner feeling satisfied. satisfied, like you were satiated. 
Like you were ready to take on the world? I mean, I have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for lunch at 12 o'clock, and by 12.45, I'm ready to murder somebody for don't their food. Don't say that. <laughs> yeah, don't. don't say that. I already did. Can't take, rewind take the tape. Back. Take it back. <laughs> Can't rewind the tape. Take it back. Um, I, th- I, that's just wrong. That's just wrong, and, and I mean, if I was a parent in that district, I would be outraged. So anyway, so there you have that. Um, okay, so uh, Wombat of the Week. Wombat of the Week, uh, if you're new to the show, this is something we do every week where we look for stupid people doing stupid things, and it winds up in the news. And they uh, they become our weekly wombat. wombat of the week. Yes, I thought you were not going to participate. I'm not. You want to come back over? No, <laughs> I'm not patient. Right <laughs> so now you want to get in on the fun of the wombat of the week. All you have to do is send us your stories that you find of stupid people doing stupid things, and send it to wombat at joelmaholic.com or joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. Uh, if you're new to the show, Sharon insists that you know that the name Mahalik is spelled M-I-C-H-A-L-E-C. She demands that. So that's how you spell it. So you can send your stories along, and we will check them out. And they go into this depository of stories we have, and they come out and play each week. You will be amazed uh, at the amount of stories that you'll find crawling the news wires of stupid people doing stupid things. Anyway, um, so in Laredo, Texas, a police were summoned to a residence after a woman allegedly punched her common-law husband. Uh, so when the police talked to the victim, he explained to police that what happened was that he and his common-law wife, Lizeth Guadalupe Ramirez... Uh, age 20, they were at the movies. And while they were while they were at the movies, she had asked him if she looked pretty. He didn't answer, uh, he told police, because he couldn't hear the question over the loud movie. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, she insisted that they leave, and then she punched him repeatedly as he drove home. Ramirez was charged with assault, and family violence. And of course you know what that will get her. That's going to get her uh, uh, domestic violence classes. And fines. Maybe some jail time. Um, all because in a crowded, loud movie theater. She needed to know, do I look pretty? Well, uh, Lizeth. Was it Lizeth? Yeah, Lizeth Guadalupe Ramirez. You're not going to look too pretty wearing orange and white stripes. That's for sure. Uh, so, and so in orange and white, she is our wombat of the week. So remember to get me those stories. There are tons like that out there. Uh, as we said previously, it is Memorial Day weekend, so now we have to go on to Molly Watch because. The fireworks have started. They actually just started. So if you heard some pop, pop, no, I'm not 
you know, in in West Philadelphia, I am uh, at the beach. Okay, all right, French princess, stay over there. Um, okay, so interestingly enough, being Memorial Day weekend, um, I'm going to turn the attention to um, honor and heroes. First of all, Memorial Day is usually slated for. Uh, paying uh, paying tribute to those who have fallen. Memorial Day. Those who have fallen uh, to protect you know uh, the freedom the freedoms that we have uh, those who served and gave the ultimate sacrifice in the military. Um, and that's why we call it Memorial Day and and so even though it doesn't specifically say active duty, I still think that every day, and so this weekend is no different that you should thank um, active duty for their service. And, um, and that's why I think that um, uh, the, this weekend on the podcast, for honoring, honoring thy heroes, I want to honor all active duty. I want to honor those who gave the ultimate sacrifice for the country. I want to thank those that are serving now. Because when you serve now and you're away from your family, you're still giving that sacrifice. Uh, And I want to throw in there, if I may, I want to throw in there law enforcement officials. Uh, You know, you you leave your family to go out on that shift uh, to serve and protect. I want to to, uh, pay tribute to you uh, this week in honor of thy heroes. I want to pay tribute to the firefighters. Not only the ones that are paid and, and, and work those 12 and 16 hour shifts away from their family. What about the ones that get up in the middle of the night volunteering and giving uh, their their time and, and sometimes they have ultimate sacrifices fighting fires, protecting property and protecting lives. Uh, you know, so put them in there. How about uh, EMS and first responders who go out there to save lives? Um, out there. How about dispatchers who uh, support all these people aforementioned while they're out there doing this work? How about the dispatchers that uh, get the real crazy phone calls talking people down uh, who uh, are are in a bad situation mentally? How about that? Yeah, we want to thank them as well, you know, all these people. Um, I just want everybody to take a moment and not only thank uh, active military take a minute and thank people you know who are police officers thank thank a police officer thank a thank a firefighter you know you have a friend who's a firefighter thank them thank them all um, you know pat them on the back shake their hand buy them a coffee uh, but not a Dunkin Donuts my god that would be punishment uh, go to Wawa you people out west are like what Wawa you have no idea what you're missing. Um, so, I just think this week, I think, you know, because of the weekend, I just think it's it's important to ask everybody to take, take that minute and think about all these people. You know, while you're out there celebrating and popping off fireworks. Don't forget what it means. You know, it's not just a, a weekend of barbecues and fun at the beach. And drinking and fireworks. It's more than that. First and foremost, there's something else going on here that comes before that. And that's what you should remember first while you're having that kind of fun. And while you're having that fun, I want you to be safe while you're having that fun. Safety first. 
Get there alive. Buckle up. Drive safely. Obey the laws of the road. Don't be a road dork. I probably have a worse word for it. I've had a couple today already, but, you know, uh, don't be that person. You know, buckle up, drive safe, arrive to your destination alive. So then you can have that fun. And remember when this weekend is over and we're all traveling back to wherever we have to go back to, it's going to be hectic. Exercise patience. Don't drive on the shoulder. How many people do we see today driving on the, on, on the shoulder where the buses are only allowed to go? People driving on bike paths. Stop being ridiculous. What in the heck is that going to be? A face. That's what I thought. Looks really weird from back here. Um, so enjoy this weekend. But we want you to enjoy many more of our podcasts. So be safe. And thank somebody for, for doing those things for us. All those things. Serving in the military. Fire department, law enforcement, you know, they, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll take a sip of my tea. My voice is wearing out. Mm. <sighs> Imagine I used to do this for two hours. Wow. So, um, so yeah. So that's who we're honoring this week on Honor Thy Heroes. Just a blanket coverage of everybody who takes time out of their lives to do something for their fellow man and woman. So, um, that actually, we're, we're a tad short this week, but that about wraps it up. Uh, just some reminders, the website is jmtalk.net, uh, jmtalk.net. Subscribe to the podcast there. You can get it on all your favorite um, podcast outlets. And we'll be adding more as they come. But right now we have the biggies out there. So if you're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple, we're there. Uh, so um, subscribe to that. If you can't wait each for Sunday to Sunday, then just pick up the stream and you'll be able to hear. I mean, if you're new to the show, the stream's a great place to go. If you're doing something on a computer, you need something to listen to because you'll catch some of the older episodes. So it's, uh, it's great to stop by and listen to that. Also, uh, you know, my blog is on there where um, I, I've written some op-eds, some interesting stuff. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. That's up to you. Uh, and certainly join us on Facebook at JM Talk and on Twitter, JM Talk Radio. Or send us a text at 484-429-6061. So for the Joel Mahalik Show and for Sharon and for Molly, this is Joel Mahalik saying, hey, be safe out there. Enjoy your holiday weekend, and we'll catch you again next week. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>